MCs don't get clapped. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode five of the Art Proof Podcast. Been a while, but I really think this episode has been worth the wait. Also, we've all been very busy and lazy and haven't been getting these out as quickly as we would like to, but such is life. This time around, we're joined by artist Richie Culver. We visited Richie in his studio in West London earlier this year and had a really interesting and fun and at times intimate chat about his life and practice and how he got to where he is today. We cover a lot of stuff in this episode, from addiction, being a self-taught artist and parenthood, to Bruce Lee, pigeon fancying, mumble rap and caravans. We also delve into Richie's past, growing up in Hull, living in Ibiza as a young raver, and his time making art from newspapers he found in New York crack houses. We really enjoyed this one, and there's a bit of a rolling start, so bear with it as it takes a minute or so to really kick in. I just really didn't want to cut any of it out. So listen to the end, where there is info on how to contact us and subscribe, and also any info on upcoming projects that Richie has been working on. Well, I guess I'll save some of the chat for this man. Yeah. Oh, we'll just go over it all again, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's work, man, lying in the cup. Lying in the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. That made me question my whole practice. Man. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he posted that, I was like, oh, fucking give up. Yeah, yeah I mean, his, uh, his sculptural He's stuff. Been killing it. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Did you, see, did you see it? Um... I didn't see it. Obviously, I just saw it online, man, but he told me about it. And whatnot, or the residency before he went to do that yeah, yeah. in Portsmouth. Portsmouth, Portsmouth, yeah. Then yeah, I saw it, staffing. and I was just like, "Wow, it's, it's next level, man!" It, it's the, really, the title to it as well. It's, it's really yeah. cool when you see it on your on your phone. It's like four inches by two inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really notice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you had it in, in the RA, you think, "Oh, wait, is that, 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 that yeah. one was in it." The, yeah. the, the, no, 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 it was the, um, the, the, the smaller one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not a part of my life at <laughs> yeah. that point at all. Very much wanted to be a 
footballer basically yeah. like everyone else do you know what I mean life is good man growing yeah. up in, growing up in Hollywood you're into a lot of sports when you I've read basketball and I was into I, I was follow into rugby a bit rugby league yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was just like bred into me because of being from Hull and there's there's, there's, Hull, there's two Hull Hull, Hull KR and Hull FC rugby yeah. league teams football was mainly football and boxing Oh yes, I read that. Yeah, the boxing. So at school, was it at all anything academic, or were you mostly like sports? And were any kind of interest in the art then at school, that age, or was it just sport? The more I think, the more I think back now, there was there was elements of creativity, but I just didn't realise what it was. Right. It, it, no one was ever pushing anyone in that direction. It was yeah, kind of sure. finish work, finish school, and then. Get a job in a factory or, or something like that. Yeah, that was just carry on, yeah. not really something that I was that down for doing. But uh, I didn't. When I think back now, I, I sort of do notice uh, creative traits that was kind of ignored and kind of yeah, yeah, uh, never developed or ne- never encouraged. I guess exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Even from teachers, like not even any no. particular art teacher stands out. Or not really. I remember I made this. Were you taught art? We were taught art, yeah. yeah. I remember once I made this. Remember Game Boys when was that? Yeah. When was that the first time? I made this case for a Game Boy, like it was a seafood oh, case, and I'd like all I'd done all these designs on it and everything, like uh, heavy metal font, sort of Nintendo yeah. and stuff like that. And I knew That's it was brilliant. amazing. I knew it was pretty cool. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I still had it. Yeah, do that for a show. <laughs> but he got he got shunned, man. People was like, "What?" You know, he didn't even get what. People was just it kind of got ignored and that. So right. like another one. That was like, so what were yeah. other kids doing in the art lessons? Paintings of paintings of you know the, the sea and kind of yeah. Uh, yeah that kind of stuff. But I wanted to I wanted to make something that I could make use of. Basically, so I could use the school's materials and then take it home, and then I've got something new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like not theft, but uh, this will be <laughs> yeah. cool for my keeper. Yeah, yeah. Practical. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practical. Where Where was the the step then from kind of not really pursuing art or not having the opportunity to mm. to now I'm going to be an artist? Or when did you start making paintings to show people, not just because you're instructed to do it? I mean, straight after straight after school, I, I went on to I went to work in a in a caravan factory, which was I live kind of on on a car. Well, my mum lives on a caravan site in Hull. Uh, that's where I was where I was brought up. Yeah. And then there's a further up the road, basically, there's a car- there's a place that makes caravans, and that it was an easy job. And I ended up there for quite a long time. Do you have siblings, or is it just you? Uh, I've yeah. Si- yeah, I've got a couple of sisters. Right, yeah, right. yeah. They're much older than us, and I was okay. at home on my own. Yeah, no, I got in the got in the caravan game, as it were, that I knew very well. Yeah. I knew caravan caravans very well. I still know caravans very well. I paint yeah. them still, and it's just like something that is imprinted in me. So that uh, could have quite easily become your existence. Oh, easy. Listen, when I said I was lo- leaving that job at Willoughby Caravans, my mum was like, this is going to be the biggest yeah. mistake you've <laughs> got a good pension, you're earning X a week. Yeah, yeah. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. She was like, you're mad, you're mad, and a lot of people didn't speak to me and whatnot. <laughs> but I basically, I left and... You know this. You know, I mean, I'd been into rave and whatnot for quite quite yeah. a long time at that point. You know, I was working to go raving basically. Right. You know, up to Leeds, Hard Times, and Sheffield and whatnot, and Manchester, and yeah. Then I was like, this is the life for me, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm, mm. I just want to fucking sorry for swearing. I just want to rave. 
and then I followed that life as it were <laughs> every day became a weekend and kind yeah. of you know quit quit my job and kind of I think bumming around would be the best word yeah. words to use did you then you spend some time in Ibiza I did yeah 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 I, I, I did all the circuits there kind that of smile just remembered sometimes yeah I did seasons out there seasons yeah. that turned into years and kind mm-hmm. of Amongst it all, I didn't really have any any aims at that point. It was just like I liked the music and I liked the vibe. It felt like I was part of something, something that I wasn't part of in Hull or yeah. in yeah, my yeah. family or anything. It's like this music and this movement is is something that uh, you know I, I feel a part yeah. of. And so is it something you were fully immersed in this kind kind of rave scene? Yeah, I mean, then there was the next step where you want to be a promoter or a sort of DJ, and I never went that. I never was never sort of into it mm. to that point, but I was just into the the lifestyle and the, and kind of that whole thing really. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to watch your language either. That's really, yeah, yeah. 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 laws with podcasts. I was written a, an article about the the influence that early rave scene had on contemporary art. Is that is that something that manifests in your work? It is. It is now. It's. It's. Uh, I mean, to 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 just go on a little bit from from the caravan factory. I then mm. moved around all over the place. I'd started to paint at that point, and mm. I'd started to take photographs as well. So what what had spurred you on to do that? What was the what was the sort of original influence that thought right? I'm gonna I'm gonna start painting something because without any kind of arts education, yeah, yeah, there must have been something that was the sort of catalyst to that. I think it was. I'd seen Nan Golden paintings right. basically, and they struck a chord with me and Larry Clark's, uh, and it felt the the photographs felt like something that I'd seen, and it was part of my life, and it's like, well, I know this shit. What people, yeah. are, I could have fucking taken photographs of my whole life if yeah. this is what <laughs> these 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 are getting shown and yeah. shown in galleries. So there was an element of like hope, I guess, for yeah. someone that. Art was never sort of pushed in my direction. It was mm. like, wow, I know, I know this world. Yeah. And uh, I mean, would you say the sort of the, I suppose Larry Clark and Dan Gold is the sort of gritty realism? Yeah, yeah, to it? yeah. Is that yeah. something that you felt that you had been witness to? I've been around, yeah. growing up in in in, in Hull and whatnot. So it was it was it was a real eye opener. And I felt like, what, yeah. you know, oh. And then it was kind of like, what if I painted situations of you know? Because I, I did st- I tried taking photos for a little while. But it was it didn't click with me. You know, of your so, environment yeah. or of people, what what it was, was it? it, was, it I, I felt like uh, the environments that I could have taken photographs of and would have been interesting had now gone. Right. That part had gone, and then I'd seen Larry Clark and, and whatnot, and, and I, I felt like I'd, I'd I'd moved on slightly and I'd moved out of that area. So yeah. so then I, I'd, I tried to uh, turn my attention to. To sort of painting, but this didn't come till much later, mm. like uh, sort of two thousand and nine. I think was when I, I really, I really started. Actually, that this was collage at this point. It was right. started cutting up my photographs that I'd started and uh, put putting text on and okay. rearranging and uh, starting trying to. Some humour was coming through, and I felt like I was starting to get a voice and uh, some sort of language of. And direction, and this was all sort of autodidactic. This was all self-taught. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which then kind of follows into the next part, I guess. It was sort of two thousand and nine, I think, and uh, 
the museum of everything was doing yeah. uh was doing a they were doing something at the Tate Modern that like a, a, a kind of group exhibition I think thing. I remember this and yeah. someone said I guess at that point I was a, a very much an outsider artist uh, I was I was I was taking drugs every day right. uh, like and yeah but but I was still kind of trying to to create did in, that, in and around it did that stifle your creativity uh, yes 100% 100% yeah. it was it was at this point, it was kind of like full blown addiction right. uh, of like the the darker side mm. of the darker drugs, yeah, yeah, as it were. And but I was still managing to kind of balance and yeah, balance some kind of life and some kind of. I still had some kind of aim, and I was still kind of creating, but it, it definitely, yeah, definitely dulled everything down. And you were in New York for a stint around this time. Was that around yeah, 2000? Yeah, I actually. What's the right word? Cleaned up my art after I came, shortly after I came back from New York, and that right. was sh- shortly after. How long uh, were you out there for? About a year. Oh, lovely. So, did that, was that, was New York, was something happening in New York that. Of course, at, at that point, I was. There was a nice movement of artists that I saw there, yeah. like Dan Cullen was sort of kind right. of coming yeah, through, yeah. Nate Lohman, uh, Terence Coe, and. There was some. It just looked. There was, there was some some nice shows happening at that point of artists in and around my age. And, yeah. Uh, I suppose you also don't come from the most orthodox background of getting into contemporary art. Yeah, so yeah. Like Dan Cohen, I suppose, a skateboarding background and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess there was. You, you saw other people doing it. You know, yeah. but not through the the, the, the normal yeah. channels. The normal channels. Yeah, just actually doing it. Yeah. So was, was this after the tape show? Before, yeah, before. Oh, before. Right. So you come yeah. back and that's. I came back and someone who's who's works within the art world at a decent level sort of ended up coming around. To, friend of a friend, you know, is yeah. coming back to my house. Who I lived with my ex partner at the time, and he saw my my uh, works on paper and and collages, and he was like, "Dude, these are amazing. These yeah. are really good." And you know, it's kind of the first time I'd heard that from someone within the new this the oh, album, the yeah. new this stuff, yeah, yeah. and that and was like, you know, I felt like a little kid. And I was like, really? <laughs> uh, and he was like, yes. and they were taken from editions of the New York Post. Is that right? Really early versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A crack yeah. house that I was in in <laughs> New York yeah. at this pile of uh that's an awesome have you still got some of those because now that it's finished all together no, I, I took one of the papers oh, and it was uh it had jesse owens in the starting blocks from right. the 1936 hitler olympics berlin olympics and uh hitler olympics does that sound quite well that, that's what it was was it, was it the germany he was there yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can maybe edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> across the, the Berlin we'll Olympics, yeah. and, and Hitler was there. Uh, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I, I found this, walking. and I thought I'll add that, and then yeah. So did you take the stack? No, no, just, no, just one. Just one. Yeah, one. Yeah, amazing. Uh, but you know where it is still to this day. I have the piece still in in, in my. Oh, are the rest of the magazine no? No, 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 no. I'm not sure that is, man. But yeah, then there was uh, yeah there was there was a glimmer of hope that there might be something yeah there might be some something in this. And you literally sorry to go over you yeah, literally right. just walked into the tape with it under your arm sort of thing. It was at that right. point yeah 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 yeah, Amazing, it was, yeah it was kind of uh, 
take yeah. a butcher's is this while they were hanging <laughs> the, the museum of everything show were they no they, it was I forget it's blurry out I did that. I definitely went in, but then you always come in, kind of right. thing. Yeah, yeah. One of the you have powers. Yeah, stuff. yeah. One of the curators. One, my, my friend who was one of the friends of curators said, "Take this to this guy." And mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I went in with it. Uh, yeah. A print yeah. of it, in fact, that I'd sort of printed, <laughs> and uh, I was just sort of like, "What do you think to this then?" And he really liked it, and it sort of went in. And then it's not. It's not like everything went. That was the start of like something amazing, but yeah. it was like it, some, it felt like there was a milestone of some sort, of, like. I liked also what you said is because perhaps of the lack of art school education stuff, you were unaware of like any kind of rules or ways of doing things, perhaps. And yeah. So, that, so you did just like walk, like yeah, like just you know, been art book. etiquette or you know any stupid stuff like that. It was just yeah, I struggle with that. I have to yeah. say it's a, it's a it's been a blessing and a curse. A blessing in the studio for me to sort of. Work work on different techniques and and, and languages and different structures and, and and how I work, but you know I, I think there's definitely something to be said in in the, on a collector sense. So definitely in certain parts of the world, right. not having not gone to art school is I felt is it, yeah. it's, it's it's you know ten ten percent is there's been there's been not yeah. problems, but you know I, I felt that. That's it's got in the way. Pain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not having not not been not being school. So right. Yeah. Try not to think of it too much. Is it something you you'd consider doing? Hundred percent. I talk about it all the time, but uh, I've just had. I've got a, I've got a two year old and one right. on the way, so it's. Congratulations. Then. Thank you. <laughs> but things are, things are kind of going okay to be honest with you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It and seems like it. There's yeah. plenty. Of, I just have to look at other artists that sort of didn't go that route as well. And there's plenty of them. You know, yeah, 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 absolutely. There's always going to be people that didn't, uh, and I'm one of them. I'm yeah, yeah, not no, like quite yeah. sort of <laughs> high-level fans or collectors of your work, like Harry Blaine. See, I, he, I read some of the ETs, he's bought some of your stuff. He bought a piece, yeah, a, lot, a long time ago. So when, when did you realise, when did making art become your living? When did you realise, right, this is my soul... Uh, vocation. There was a there was a period after I'd cleaned up my art in uh, like two thousand where I did a lot of collaborations. Yeah. Like the, but it was never really about the work. I was young then. Do you know what I mean? I was I was I was much younger. Uh, I definitely hadn't found my voice and. As in collaborating with brands or yeah. Other artists? Yeah, the brand yeah, stuff. Do you do a, yeah, do you yeah. do a top shop collaboration? Top man, yeah, top yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. East Pack. Again, I was skinned, do you know what I mean? I did the East Pack one. Timberlands? Uh, <laughs> that, that, that wasn't really a collaboration, though. No, that was just more sort of like yeah. an interview with me in my studio. sort of thing. Yeah. Type thing. But at the time, man, I was, I was, you know, I was on benefits, I was skinned. Oh, I was yeah, I was in studio, yeah. in my house, so... I've, these these opportunities come and, and you get money for it and it was yeah no, fantastic uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's good exposure at the time it was before sort of a boom of social media and stuff yeah it, like it, it was, was just on the cusp of that exposure yeah, yeah, yeah. but it still yeah, saying yeah. it hasn't sort of it hasn't sort of tarnished what you're doing now you know no no I get it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting one because at my age now mid to late 30s 39 <laughs> Mid to late, it's uh, I, I like I like to kind of think forward and 
as like oh, some of the some of the things I've done I've kind of regretted in it's like maybe when I'm sort of 60 or 70 you know everything it is what it is do you know what I mean you, you do what you've got to do at yeah. the time and uh, but it's it very much feels like from 2015 onwards I'd, I'd really I'd stopped making work and uh, I really sort of assessed the languages that I wanted to sort of speak in and the direction I wanted to go in and uh, I wanted to take painting more seriously yeah. which I'd sort of been doing behind closed doors but never really I lived in Berlin for a while didn't really work at yeah. all there but painting were, were you writing poetry in Berlin? Did you release a book poetry. when you got back from Berlin? Ah, that, yeah, was, the same, just as I got back I did a, a text based yeah. show basically it was like I blew these I started writing a book when I was in rehab once, and right. then uh, I basically this is the the Berlin Chronicles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I took I took out extracts from like sentences from the book, kind of going back to the the way I worked at the beginning with this with the uh, yeah collage where I was just taking pieces out, taking uh, sentences out of books, and I just blew I blew them up really big, basically because. I didn't have a studio at that point, and yeah. I was absolutely skinned again, and. Uh, I got help blow, blowing these 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 pieces up. Was it, I, I would have painted, but I, I didn't have canvases at the time. I couldn't afford any of the stuff. Was so. it all quite sort of dark content? Yeah, yeah. It was like there's, a, there's the one some of the things that I was doing in addiction and whatnot. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like a full stop on that side of my life. Yeah, uh, I stole her purse. We spent the next forty five minutes frantically searching for it. Eventually, we gave up. Afterwards, I decided to lend her some money until she got paid. I mean, it's kind of amazing. And that was all she wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah that's Do you still write? Do you still record thoughts in journals? No, no, but I said, like, uh, text in my work is big, titles are big. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll always go back. With my work at the moment, I, I'm always, like, really. I'm into. I'm personally into, like, David Ostrowski and uh, a lot of the kind of more minimal artists and mm -hmm. my paint is nothing like that but uh, uh did you check out the show uh, I uh, did yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Super, super cool really, I really enjoyed that I'm a big fan of his work man I, I, I always have been but what am I trying to say with that uh, that's the kind of art I'm into even though I'm very much a figurative naive yeah. kind of painter I, I definitely want to be heading in that direction but I know I'll never fully get there because I've I think I've got I'm happy where I'm at with, with the work yeah. at the moment. I mean, the work I was most familiar with was, was the stuff that's kind of social commentary or kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way kind of highlights this kind of north and south divide in a way. But I read some of that you've kind of made a departure from that and you, you're doing sort of more fantastical stuff now and kind of left that sort of social commentary behind. A little bit. I mean, I think so. Uh, I, I did a... When, I'm from Hull, of course, and Hull yeah. got... City of Culture from 2017 to 2021 and they got in touch with me about a solo show at the Humber Street Gallery. Tim Noble and Sue Webster was downstairs in the right. downstairs room. And That's I had quite a good company to be. Good company. Yeah, yeah. And I was in, I, I had the next two floors and it was this huge, huge space. And uh, I'd started making, I'd, start, I'd been painting for a while. 
you know, sometimes with some shows, it's it's, it's very. Prof- I'm not saying Number Street wasn't professional, but it was. You know, dates were getting changed, and yeah. all kinds of di- different things was 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 happening. Uh, and then I finally got. I've been working on a on a show, not realizing not realizing it was for two floors that could have could have put hundred paintings in there. Uh, and then as as I was painting in this studio, in fact, it, you know, I started paint, painting about the grey greyhounds and the yeah. lad culture and just the things kind of yeah. started evolving and then it, it then again it was like a nod to my past. I thought I'd title the show No One Knows Me Like Dawn from the Job yeah. Centre. So it was kind of like a love letter to my therapist yeah, slash yeah. job seeker person that you kind of like the mother, yeah, mother son relationship. That again was kind of like a, a start and a full stop to to that language, as it were. But I'm really happy with the show and yeah. uh, how it turned out. Uh, and I think I learned a lot. I was feels like I'm kind of learning on on the job, as it were. A little bit yeah. like Anthony Joshua, the, the sort of oh, yeah. boxer who's kind of he's. You know, he's, he's kind of he's going along and he's 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 fought Klitschko. He's he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah, we're watching the growth in quite a intense way. We're like we're all eyes like on it. No, the bo- I'm watching oh, Anthony Joshua's growth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just but, watching like uh, yeah, yeah. As, as I don't, I'm not sure what I mean by that, but as in kind of I'm learning as I'm going along, but but yeah. I'm not making it up as I'm going along. As, yeah. as in, I've very much got a, I've got a. Well, I had for that show uh, a language and a path that I wanted to follow, and I think I did it right. Yeah, yeah. I saw your show at I can't remember what's called the Gallery in Wandsworth. Quite oh, recently. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, uh, the big nunchucks. Yeah, they're on the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're great. Uh, that was that was a a nice little show. It was a group show with me and Pedro Matos mm-hmm. uh, and Lauren Di Coccio. Sorry, Lauren, I forgot your name wrong. Uh, and yeah, we put the pink carpet in, and yeah. again, I'd gone from my gallery. I just had a show at Layman and Silver. My gallery in Porto was right. this big, kind of minimal, uh, airy space, and then the Humber Street like factory, and then it was just nice to be to test my versatility within within a much smaller closed-in space, and uh, I'm quite happy with that show. But it was it was very Candyland-y, like very yeah. sickly, you know. It was, it was, it was, intense in there it felt quite intense yeah in a good way <laughs> so you're you're sober yeah, yeah um how has that affected your practice or, or, the, or the work you're creating being sober and becoming a dad has changed yeah, that's the other question how has changed <laughs> yeah 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 everything man i guess with with the whole uh vibe of my paintings and the gestures and the and the brush strokes and the relative lack of effort or over effort however however it comes out for me it's uh i guess having a having a having a having levy my son has been uh yeah. subconsciously a massive shift as in to give me the balls to paint like this not right. the balls but uh to continue to continue to mm. think you know it can be something you did you ever feel awkward about painting? Because I read it early in the interview where you, when you were doing the collages, yeah, yeah. and you said like, "Oh, I'm not a painter. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't paint." Of course. I, so was it difficult to come out as a painter? So how as it far, were. How far back is that? I think that was around two nine, two thousand nine, two ten. Yeah. I was always painting in the background, but I never really had 
had the had the balls to to it's, it's a very personal thing painting isn't it? Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's it's for photography or whatever it's kind of like I was there I took this but there's something uh, there's well something yeah straight straight from the mind through to the you know through your body from to the hand straight yeah. on the canvas isn't it it's no it's yeah, more yeah. of a process yeah straight yeah straight there yeah. you haven't got like a you know you have to load it onto a computer or produce film exactly or... exactly and then but I think it, you know sort of age and uh, and life experience I think life for me because the majority of my work is autobiographical to have put it out there in words or photographs is one thing but to, to paint it was felt like a big leap and yeah I was, I was kind of scared for quite a long time right. but then once I've got a body of work together for the Hump Street Gallery show we'll call that the sort of second chapter of my yeah. career once I'd, I'd seen the body together in the studio and then of course people come around to and then feedback and everything then it was like alright let's, let, let's get it out there man yeah, because yeah. it's it's putting yourself on the line. You must have felt quite vulnerable at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do, man. I still yeah. do. But as as a, as a style uh, starts to grow, that you're kind of known for. Of course, now I want to do something else and whatever. Then you can feel you can make tweaks here or there. But yeah. It's it's. Uh, I can only paint one way, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a set of images that you kind of go back to? Like I've seen the greyhounds. In a whole other thing, but that's like a series of works. Yeah. Do you have something that's kind of, kind of concurrent or runs alongside other bits and pieces that you're doing that kind of stick that in there? Or that's the watering can that we've got. Yeah. There. I was brought up, well, you brought, brought up around allotments, pigeon races, yeah. pigeon fanciers. You collect Do- pigeons, plastic pigeons as well. I used to, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got quite a lot of pigeon goods, to be honest with you. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I used to be a heavy gambler, so yeah. I know dog greyhounds pretty well and. Uh, so it's again. I I just try and pin things that I can speak about uh, intelligently and uh, and that I've kind of that I've lived. And this one, for instance, Cowboy Dave, uh, the pirate DVD man, uh, about uh, my ex, my old next door neighbour right. who I, I used to work for at school. He used to burn CD, burn DVDs, then I'd go to school yeah. and sell them. Then he left town, like owed me some money and whatnot. And so it's all just little little snapshots. But I try and paint them like they're almost scribbles in the back of a book or kind of posterly elements, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, like like blown up. Scribbles, in the, you know, when yeah. you sort of, you know, on, on your phone to the, the job center or whatever, and you're just scribbling, and then you've been on the phone for an hour, and then you're looking, you're like, yeah, yeah. like just <laughs> total subconscious thoughts, and uh, so is, uh, is Cowboy Dave one of these kind of local heroes that, uh, that he was at the time, and then he, le- he left town, and uh, he he became a a villain, right? Scribbled him out. It's a womanizer as well. Oh, so right. they all, are a lot of the subjects, or most of the subjects, all from reality? Yeah, 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 100%. Everything, right. uh, yeah, the majority of that one, I was too busy to vote. Uh, girls and that, sort of UFC, into yeah. uh, motorbikes growing up and like that. Have, have friends or, you know, I guess even family, other people from Hull that you knew in those teen years? Yeah, yeah. Have they seen the work now? Do they? One. Do they get it? Do they? Yeah, I mean. Are they interested? A lot of the people that I sort of grew up with are no longer around or uh, like away, Mm -hmm. uh, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but a few a few friends you know yeah I mean the people know who I'm talking about Steve my friend who came to the exhibition hall this this piece was in it he, yeah. and I explained it and he laughed so. yeah that must be one of the best moments really yeah, 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 someone yeah. else could share the, the memory with you like yeah. they understand what it, is, is yeah, that yeah, humor quite on. important to you because it's a, it's a very like, personal thing between you and the people that know the story yeah so it's like a bit of an in-joke or is, it, or or is there also a thin line between it being humorous and yeah. Like taking the piss a little bit or it's, it's like it's, it's kind of like with the no one knows my Dawn from the job centre that yeah. title or my other rather night at the community centre d- different titles that I use for exhibitions it's there's a how can you say it's, it's not an, an in joke because it's like the people that was there sort of because people like the paintings the people the person that bought this painting it, it meant to, it meant yeah. something it was a cowboy day yeah yeah totally no she you know you see but then you, you once once you explain, I, I guess that's the thing with figurative painting that mm. has te- can be uh, can be taken many many different ways. Yeah. How did it feel doing that show in Hull? It was quite a big show. It must have been quite a sort of homecoming. Yeah, it was. It was sort of like local boy done good kind of thing. Mm. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in the local paper and all, all this kind yeah, of I saw stuff. Yeah, like New Yorkshire Times. Yeah, the Yorkshire Times <laughs> and whatnot. And I was on the front page of Withens's little Gazette paper and whatnot. So it was Brilliant. little things like that mean the world to me. Man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, the uh, the work itself definitely kind of doesn't go over people's head. But I don't think you know my mum doesn't really. Yeah, care for it. I mean, it's, 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 uh... But she liked it when you're on the front cover of the paper. Yeah, she likes all yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Has has those those papers, those front covers, there become gone on to become paintings? Because that that no man, but they're on my mum's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, what's going on in Hull now? Is it still as kind of uncreative and... Oh, look at the City of Culture. Yeah, what oh, well, right. do you think City of Culture brought to a whole? Do you think it brought anything? Was that just a, a flash in the pan? Or it, how do you see that title? It did a lot. Oh, brilliant. It really did a lot, man. You saw the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fantastic. Yeah, yeah. When I used to, when, the whole that I, was, that I was brought up in, quite rough and... Mm. I don't know, I don't, I don't used to like to use the word gentrification, but there's... There's el- there's there's parts of Hull that is, it, it's it feels nice. It feels like parts of a part of London. It's Humber Street and and it's yeah. it's happening down there, man. You know the the money that got put into Hull. You know we've got a new uh, a new. Well, I mean Hull, Humber Street was 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 built uh, and there's a opera house. Uh, what's another word for it? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. 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 Just a place where they have opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auditorium. Yeah, there's a new building for yeah, yeah. you know. There's a there's a lot of cool stuff happening, man. The, the the town looks 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 totally different. And you know, we had to, I went to the Turner Prize like yeah. 2017. That yeah. was cool to have that there. See Goldie mm. there and whatnot. It was right. it's. It's, it's done. So they sort of bring a lot of tourism and stuff like that. Of course, that. Yeah, locals yeah. of course slag it off and I ain't done fuck all. Do you know what I mean? I just, you know, yeah. city of culture, but it has, man. For someone that used to live there and come and, and goes back to visit his family, I can see it. If you've probably been living there amongst all the building and shit like yeah, that, yeah, right? It's slowly happened. Yeah, it's yeah, probably, I can understand why the, you know, what is all this, but uh, mm. good luck to Coventry in 2021. <laughs> It's, it's a good thing, though. So you also collect Bruce Lee posters? Yeah, I mean... I, 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 
He's yeah. your biggest hero, isn't he? I've kind of got the vibe from I heard you describe, describe him as an artist as well. Yeah. Hello, artist. He's a martial artist, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Lee, yeah, undoubtedly sort of formed me uh, kind of growing up. I guess Bruce Lee was probably the closest thing I had to a father figure kind right. of thing. I, I, I was obsessed with him growing up, and then that bled into kind of boxers and kind of uh, I've always been into into fighting in one way or another yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather uh, yeah he's, he's, he's I think there's definitely uh, I mean it's, it's, it's no new thing right sort of artists and sort of boxing or sort of yeah. physical fighting in one way or another I think there's always there's always been links do you appreciate Floyd his, his style of boxing Floyd Mayweather yeah, yeah. yeah massive he's, he's, yeah. he's a genius he's uh, finished his career unbeaten mm. I think apparently he's fighting Manny again now in December oh okay there's always the suggestion he's broke isn't there isn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to gamble doesn't he yeah. he likes to gamble but I'd, I'd definitely I'd be surprised if he's broke man, yeah it'd be insane He's, uh, he's definitely, I don't think, in my lifetime, there'll be another boxer come, that will come along that manages to yeah, navigate career. his career the way he yeah, did. No, sort of, you know, sort of slick southpaw to then, as soon as he started getting older, he, you know, just went defensive, defensive and yeah. kind of, you couldn't touch him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so how long have you been in West London? Have you always, I've always lived, lived West? in West London? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've always uh, since. I came to London in two thousand and one, and I've been obviously I've hopped hopped here there mm. to various places, but I've always oh good west man. I don't know. I yeah. came with an ex girlfriend, ex 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 girlfriend, and then she we lived moved here, and I just sort of never moved. I really right. like it here, man. Yeah. Are you popped to Norway at one point? Yeah. Did you live in Norway? I've done exhibitions. I've done a couple of exhibitions oh, okay. in Norway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have Savannah. you made it to Detroit yet? No man, that's no, my dream man. man. That's what I think. Yeah, that's where I'd like to live. Did, oh, yeah. live for them. I mean, I know that's got some amazing decrepit buildings. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big scales. Yeah, massive yeah. levels of funding as well for arts. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you still listening to a lot of hip hop? Are you a hip hop head? I don't know. I, I, I definitely wouldn't say I'm a hip hop head, man. That's you know because. I get the vibe of one of you from maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at first, me and Eric kind of wanted to make a sort of hip hop connection, and randomly, most of uh, the artists some, we've interviewed have been all really sort of into hip hop. I read you were listening to like Big Crit and uh, Kendrick at one point, oh, yeah. and you even said you were good at rapping. <laughs> I do rap. I, 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 I sing a lot, but that's strictly for my son. <laughs> yeah, I'm a massive MF Doom fan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, EPMD. Yeah. Uh, listen, you know, you can talk forever, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. All that sort of stuff. And it's interesting to see how it's evolved and kind of. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of this kind of mumble rap? This kind of face tattoos <laughs> and not really saying much. This kind of. Young hair. SoundCloud rapping. Are you aware of this? No, like, no, go on. Like sort of. Here's um, an example. Like sort of someone like Little Pump. Okay. Yeah, these tricky guys red. are all called Little. Right. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they don't. Re- <laughs> they don't really form words properly, and it's kind of. But it's this, this kind of 
cantankerous old hip hop head thing to do to go, oh, fuck these guys, but it is a kind of new way. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is amazing. They've yeah, they've found their own lane. Yeah, I, mean, I can't I've kind of really get, get into, into it. it. Yeah, so yeah. things like Migos and stuff. But like it's that. Yeah. oh, it's impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The southern yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, 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 the kind of. Jittery. Yeah. 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 You go down the rabbit hole of the yeah. hole of, of the internet, and uh, okay. they look great as well. The three of them together, yeah, their, yeah. Like, their outfits, the um, Versace, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, the hair. It's good to see you can bond over something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that painting there, in fact, was yeah. meant to be Drake. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. But he, he totally like fell off, and he ended yeah, up yeah. Uh, working a, on a caravan site uh, as a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, they, they do every now and again. This sort of Slip characters might 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 bleed yeah. bleed into into my work. But yeah. again, again, that's just attempts to sort of take it away from the Britishness of. Uh, it feels a bit sometimes you know so so obvious to not obvious. Easy to paint British as a British yeah. artist, and I don't want to be pigeonholed as that, as it were. So stick Drake in there on a caravan site, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'll do it. laughs> so what's your what's your working routine? Are you do you have a routine? You in the studio every day? I'd, I'd live in here if I could, and yeah. uh, and 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 be in here twenty four seven, but. Having a kid now, you've got to navigate and negotiate. Yeah, how's so, that balance? How does how's your your partner? She's she's cool, man. Do you know what I mean? She's she's super cool and way cool and whatnot. And she knows I'd be in here twenty four seven if I could. That's I think that's why making the sculptures and the kind of the three dimensional works. I've always got something yeah. on the go. If I'm not in here painting, because my paintings have, I'm trying to paint less. I always try and paint less anyway, as in my paintings, I try and paint less, but now I'm trying to actually. Yeah, you're saying you, you need a lot of space. space. <laughs> <laughs> you intentionally leave a lot of space in the paintings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's try and make them as abstract as yeah. possible, uh, but not random, mm. as it were. And paint, definitely kind of painterly elements, and uh, but again, sketchbook elements as yeah. well on, 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 a, on a bigger scale, which is difficult to get. Right, a lot of them. I try and, as you can see, the wall filler on there. I still try and use kind of yeah. workmanly or hopeless workmanly kind of elements mm -hmm. of you know patch up jobs and uh, just to give it more of a, a rough feel. Yeah, but yeah, painting. I'm in here every day at some point, at some point or other. And I get you know, like I'm painting on wood now as well. I'm trying mm. to have a bit. I've been messing around with these sort of flame mm. shifts. So there's a lot of other yeah. stuff to do. Whilst I'm not in here, you know, getting some yeah. stuff made and with the sculptures and whatnot. Are uh, you making more sculpture now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You can see, you can see the goalpost with the black heavy metal yeah. goalpost, the top corner. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm at the moment, I'm trying to make. Well, I'm making goalposts that I'm going to photograph uh, out in Hull and mm -hmm. uh, near where I live, but they're very much uh, warped goalposts. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the. Uh, bike frames that I did in the Humber Street Gallery with the, with the bike lock 
little twisty. Yeah, little twisty. they were great. Kind of coming out of the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like goalposts like that. Though. Yeah. Uh, so is that something you'd ever make a complete departure into from, from painting? Sculpture? Yeah. I, I love sculpture. Uh, I love I love other people's work. As in Mike, for instance, you know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's lots of... And especially with Instagram, you just like constantly all these pages and sites of this work and it's like, fuck. It's, mm. it's such a... But my, I feel... Whenever the solo shows that I did last year in really nice spaces that in Karlsruhe and my gallery in Porto, they're, they're really nice spaces and, but I've never seen myself just yeah. as a painter. I would never just want to line the walls with paintings. It's something that I really try and make as minimal as possible. And then the, the, the next language comes yeah. in, which is the sculptures and try and make it a story, like a set, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why I, I don't see myself yeah. as just a painter, but I would never just be make, make three dimensional works neither. Yeah. I think it just, I'm telling a story as as best as possible. Yeah. So what's the thinking behind the, the, the things encased, like the 5210 and the, the TN bubble encased in yeah, concrete that, and brick? That was kind of like a, I did one initial one where I submerged a TN sneaker in, in, a, in cement and then smashed it out. And I just I wanted to make them kind of like future relics, like something that, as we spoke about the TN sneaker yeah, before, yeah, it's yeah. futuristic look and it still holds its... Yeah, it's, proud it's like Voltron on your foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it still looks fresh and like yeah, yeah. still from the future. So it's like I imagine in like two thousand and sixty, uh, you know, sort of you, you sort of your bit your house falls falls yeah. to bits and whatnot. And you, what the fuck's this? Oh, it's yeah. a TN sneaker. <laughs> 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 you know, trainers now are basically just pretty much just bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, the new Air Max are just sort of bubbles. I wonder what they'll yeah, look yeah. like in a hundred years. You know? I know, I know, I know, I know. But again, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm definitely not like a sneakerhead or whatever, but yeah. I observe and I, I like, just like I know a little bit about hip hop and I, so yeah, I know yeah. a little bit, and you know, I, I like sneakers, they're a beautiful thing. I see, yeah. you know, you're, you're rocking. They are, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because they look kind of like toys that we had as children. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's something so aesthetically pleasing about them. You know? Absolutely. But um, yeah, they're almost like you know, like having a toy gun or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They're just a joy to own. You know? Totally, there's, yeah. a, there's a there's a joy to own. When, yeah. when, when I was when I used to get a new pair at, at school, say I've got a new pair of Jordans or whatever, I'd well, I'd go to go to the toilet for I go for number two, yeah. and I'd, I'd bring the sneakers with me. Get away, yeah. just sit them. Yeah, you know, when I was <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go to bed and then put them so the first thing I saw when I woke yeah, up was my new sneakers. sneakers. Yeah. And then you put your old ones on to go to school. So it's just a case of how can I take this language that I find so hilarious and people take yeah. so seriously and I do, how can I kind of really lower the tone on it and lower the sort of intelligence on it and yeah. kind of like a t- I thought TN sneaker was the right place to start because the technology totally. and everything it epitomises that kind of like shoe fetish thing or sort of trainer fetish yeah 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 yeah. but also has those sort of connotations of the 
like we were saying before, you know, the sort of Aussie speed dealer, you know, the kind of, like, sort of <laughs> yeah. cunt shoe, you know, <laughs> aspirational cunt shoe, you know. <laughs> but I'm getting to relive it through my son again now, do you know what I mean? Right, so, okay. yeah, how old yeah, is yeah. your son? He's two, he's coming he's up two. to two. So, so you're buying was, little was mini versions. <laughs> all the shit that I sort of liked but would never wear. It's like, yeah. you know, he's... Yeah, so I've lived this life that I kind of wanted to live through him, man. Whether he'll hate me for it in the future, man. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he will, man. <laughs> I've, I've got. I've got. I wore some really shitty stuff, some really roguish outfits, man, when I was a kid, and that. And I don't hate my mum for it, but I think I'm. You man, wanted him to. He'll be like. You did me proud. Man. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he in the studio a lot? Does he come no, and paint with you? And, like, because I, I use lacquer and aerosol right, on, yeah, on yeah. some of the layerings underneath the paintings and whatnot. It's, I try and keep him away. But he loves coming up here, man. You see the, the workman? Yeah. He, that, that scared it. He, he was lying on the floor. He's yeah. still talking. He was in like a week ago and he keeps saying, Studio, man, floor. It's kind of like, sorry. That's Scarly for life. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a question that the the Rowan normally brings up. Do you have any of your own work hanging in your house? I have this on mic, so. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if so, why that particular one? Uh, Do I? The honest answer is yes. Uh, I've got, I I swap a lot of pieces. Do you know what I mean? I've got got a nice little collection of, of, of artists that I. I fucking love man I'm super into art I'm super mm. into other people's art and it's a passion for me is uh, there anyone in particular you collect who I've swapped with yeah. uh, I've got Mike's right uh, I've got David Hominol I've got John Pilkington I've got uh, Fred Plateau okay uh, yeah. I've got I've got a lot man I've got, I've got quite a lot whenever I'm yeah. in a I'm, a, I'm in another part of the world or uh, I've got Pedro Matos I've got Ricardo Passporta I've got, right. I've got Robert What have Nava. you got on Have you got on the little bags? Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's envious. But let's not dodge the big question. Which, what, what, why oh, are your one? Uh, I felt like I was name dropping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in the river, yeah. <laughs> steel toe caps on <laughs> Serious name dropping going on. Uh, I do. I've got what does it mean out, to you? Feels a little bit wrong though. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, artist swap though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I have. I've got. Uh, I'm. I can be a lazy present buyer, <laughs> and my girlfriend has received pay <laughs> <laughs> from the heart. Oh, that's a good yeah. Yeah. So there's a few of those kicking around. <laughs> she didn't know what to do with them, so so they ended up going off. But there's definitely no really big ones. <laughs> Big portrait. I thought, you know, I even misunderstood that. I thought you said that's what it said on the canvas. What? I'm a lazy present buyer, and you gave her that. Right. <laughs> Which is genius. Yeah, yeah. Genius. But there's a few that I, that I gave to Becca, basically. And you know what? It's behind that. That's one. romantic. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There might be the yeah. Valentine's Day one, isn't there? Yeah. But the real graveyard is behind there. Um, okay. And, okay. Yeah, as in, I'm not a kid. I agree with what Mike said, and you yeah. know, I, I don't. I, 
because we've got quite a lot of art up and yeah. when people come round I take pride that there's none of mine really do you know I mean we've got a really cool selection yeah. and uh, yeah. and yeah there's definitely I don't want to be that dude man do you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah. Cool. don't want to be that dude because there's no other way of playing it out like other than you've got your own painting up on your wall do you know what I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was giving you know what I mean yeah. I think this one's really yeah, good it's back <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to flog them, that's only when comes <laughs> I noticed you've got smaller canvases up there, but is this your preferred scale? And yeah. maybe for the audience, or just what, what is that? Is that about two metres by one and a half? Yeah, it's like one, 130 by 160 yeah. centimetres. Uh, I, I like to paint as big as possible. I, mm. And now, to be honest with you, I struggle when I. How big have you small. got? Uh, <laughs> like three of those, basically. I, I forgot oh, what it nice. was like. Uh, yeah, really. well, like sort of four. 400 yeah yeah but yeah and now it's, it's i've painted some really nice ones recently for i'm doing arco art fair with my right. gallery in arco lisbon so I've, I've i've got some smaller works for for that fair which took me ages to kind of get get back to that the dimensions right yeah, of, yeah i don't know get your head back around it felt not cool man i was like man, I, don't, I really don't like painting like painting small but yeah. uh yeah i'm back there man so what's uh, what's next? What have you got upcoming? Upcoming, I've just well, the, quite a lot has just happened. Uh, I've just had a piece in the Gallery Municipal in in Porto, okay. uh, which is kind of one of the institutions. So it's I've got my rocking chairs. I did these uh, yeah. rocking these lawn chairs, but I made them into yeah. rockers sort of thing. So they got shows for uh, an exhibition there, which was. Really, I was yeah, kind of proud awesome. of that. Congratulations, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Interesting. And then I've, I've got Arco coming up. And other than that, I did so much last year. Like I did sort of like four solo shows on the bounce. That you it's know, time to breathe a bit. It's time to breathe a little bit and uh, yeah. and kind of try and navigate the future a little bit, sort of better. And you know, starting to work with various well. Just building my relationship with my mm. new gallery, Lemon and Silver in Porto, which is going really well. And, and so you're spending a lot of time in Porto. Yeah, yeah. My my partner's from there, so okay. it's, uh, it's, it's it all just happened quite randomly. Yeah. Uh, but I like Lisbon and Porto. Uh, it's yeah, I've never it's kind been. of happening there, man. It's I'd love Lisbon to visit. Really yeah, cool. yeah. There's a nice scene. There's some really cool artists mm. there. But other than that, I've probably missed some things. It's yeah, Arco's coming up in May and. I'm probably gonna sort of chill the rest of the year and mm. uh, formulate a new body of work. Mm. Well, it's nice to just paint, isn't it? Sometimes and then just see where things lead. So, like multiple kind of ideas going kind of float around you and you see like, which rabbit hole you go down. Exactly, and the rabbit hole of Instagram, man. It's kind of mm. you. One minute I'm saying this now that I've sort of got nothing, and all of a sudden you've got kind of you know uh, things happen. Yeah, or, can happen yeah. literally overnight with. with with that vehicle, as it were. How do you how you do you find think, yeah. social media and Instagram? Yeah, is it is it daunting? Is, is, do you find it a help? Because uh, we we fully know what it was like without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing it come and now it be kind of everything. In, in yeah, this is a very. I mean, we could have spoken an hour on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instagram is. I speak to. I always ask people that question when it. When it whoever they are in, in yeah. the art world, what, what their thoughts on it are. Yeah. Obviously, it's a vehicle for artists, right? And uh, yeah, it definitely feels like... Because Instagram's such a broad thing, you know. My my other friends are on there for family stuff, and that, but yeah. it feels like there's a contemporary art 
movement or bubble yeah, right, yeah. on there. There's certain artists that are always getting posted by collectors, yeah, other pages. But it also seems like it's kind of bought other sort of possibilities into the art world. And again, you don't have to follow oh, these yeah. same channels to sell art or yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. deal art or to yeah. start a gallery even, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's... I mean, it's, it's a positive in, in the long run. Uh, well, the long run... For, it's a positive more than a negative but as Facebook fell off mm-hmm. you're wondering in five yeah, yeah, when's time, Instagram's what next, time coming yeah, yeah or will, will will it break off and because I, I only look at art on there do you know what I mean it's all yeah. like I'm just on, I'm on there for the art man yeah, <laughs> yeah. well I think food and art has been the biggest thing yeah. you see these things and you have no I, I think food's not going to be the same you know I can't remember, I was, I was looking at someone's work. But why did it there. never pop like that on Facebook? Just because there was just yeah. so much writing as well, do you think? So much it's like it's really well, popular. Yeah. Because I, mean, I was quite late on the Instagram thing. thing. Yeah. I was like 2015. Did you ever sell through Instagram? No, man. No, no, no. I mean, I get. A lot of artists seem to. I get it, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But if, if any requests or whatever, yeah. I mean, lots do. Uh, yeah. I direct them to, right, to my yeah. gallery or. But there's yeah. also the issue of as an artist, you like if you see other artists, you think, God, they're producing so much work yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Like, yeah, fuck, yeah. am I not? You know, there's those kind of things <laughs> where it course. keeps you awake at night. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. God, like, you know, someone's always doing it better, and Instagram is a real insight. Yeah, well, it's just that highlight <laughs> reel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, It's really interesting how some some artists some artists. Some people I my friend used his storyline as a piece. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He constantly had like this narrative going on. Some artists kind of you know literally showing you the whole process on on, on the yeah. story. Yeah, uh, yeah. They it was, um, Oliver Payne has been doing little films right. on, on on his story, which are really interesting. You know, I yeah. it opens up all these these avenues. Yeah, I think in in on a deeper level again, it's kind of. Now I've got a kid and stuff like that, and you know we, we don't show him screens. Do you know what I mean? We want him away yeah. from screens, man. And phones are addictive little devices, man. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. kind of like it's nuts. How many First thing as soon as you wake up, and scroll it. Th- yeah, before it's... you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you do. It's like that. That. It's become your best friend is the first thing you pick like oh how's how's the internet <laughs> is it still there is it still working you need to learn some discipline yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely addictive qualities to it uh, I don't think I don't think it's going to be long yeah I'd hate to be a teenager in this time oh dude well that's why yeah, I'm not showing him, showing him showing yeah, yeah. well, him that's the thing imagine growing up when it's always been there it's always been a presence yeah, know, yeah, for yeah, a lot yeah. of people and it's that's oh. quite a weird thing so you know yeah they know nothing you know, else I was at least 20 until it became a part of my yeah, yeah, smartphones yeah. or whatever. Yeah, know. yeah. Give it 10 years though, man. And I reckon phones will come with, you know, the things that cigarette packets come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damage me. I'm telling you, give yeah, it 10, yeah. 15 years and uh, phones will... Can have a health like warning. That, well, now Instagram does tell you how much you spent on it per week, yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. know that. And they'll also, That's you can put in like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I only want to spend 20 hours on it, and so it will cut <laughs> off after 20, 20 hours, hours per yeah, week, yeah, or whatever. You can, like you, can put it, job, you can put it as whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, it's extreme, isn't it? But whatever you want to put it as, and it will just clock itself off after that. 
So, yeah, they're obviously already becoming very aware of that sort of thing. Of course, you know, the people who develop these apps like Facebook and Instagram say they would never let their kids use them. You know, these are the things that they say the like buttons, you know, it releases these dopamines and you get a like. And and you get, you know, everyone gets that kind of, you know, if someone likes your shit or if, you know, it's kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get higher on your own supply, man. Exactly, man. Yeah, they're definitely sinister. You know? Yeah, but it's also like so but useful. So it's, it's this, this double thing. You know, 100%. we wouldn't be sat here if it wasn't for Instagram. Well, exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 there yeah. You go. It has kind of not revolutionised, but it's really changed the game. You know, yeah, yeah. Of, of communication, particularly in in art. You yeah, know, Instagram yeah. in particular has, has really changed that. You know, and you're aware of so much more. Yeah, because yeah. you can see everyone's mm. everyone's work is so readily available. I think no, I judged someone on it today. Like someone contacted me claiming they were an art agent, yeah. but they were only following 190 people. I think, how could you be <laughs> the business of art and not be following yeah, yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of people? Yeah. It's because the whole, almost the whole business art world is on there. Yeah. I can't yeah. take you seriously if you just follow like 100 yeah. people. It's like weird. Well, it's it's weird. Some, yeah, some, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I, I understand more. It felt like there was a cut-off level so, yeah. in like 2013, 14 or, or, or something where it, it's almost like if you hadn't made it to whatever level before then, it's... it's uh... That's my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. Knock I mean, you know, it on the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's something you also need to be really savvy with. I mean, there's all the sort of techniques and methods of, of doing Instagram that gets you sort of thousands of... Oh, yeah, no the right time yeah, of day. Yeah, I think there's something language. to be said for not being on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I envy the artist who does take your yeah. thing. Yeah, it's quite a cool mood. You know, I'm not actually on Instagram. Yeah, Teagle art people and yeah, Delphi yeah. and Gallery and stuff like that who aren't perhaps 
who haven't always followed the correct channels or the so-called correct channels, you know, it gives well, the, the opportunity and the wherewithal to get these projects off the ground. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah really absolutely. Without, without the internet and without in- Instagram. Right, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, imagine how difficult it was in the 80s and 90s as an artist. You had like six galleries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow you had to get their attention and if you didn't, you were screwed. Whereas now, yeah, you can really, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you can find your own audience, which is amazing. What did KLF do? Remember KLF in the... Uh, burned a million and then invited all the press. Yeah, oh. no, there was that, but they, they took the, what was it, when... Rachel Whiteread won uh, right. the Turner Prize. Yeah, it took yeah. the, I think it was a dead sheep or dead lamb yeah. and put it on the thing of the after party. And I don't know, just little things like that. It's kind yeah. of, you, it's what gone, you right? You don't, you don't hear the kind of no. like, rock and roll rockers yeah. kind of moves. I don't know if it was rock and roll, I don't know what it was, but I like the KLF yeah. anyway. KLF are great, yeah. <laughs> I heard it was coming back right. last, <laughs> last year and they never did, so that was quite a cool arty move to go to see. <laughs> So, that's the end of another episode. Uh, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Um, Richie's got some upcoming shows. He's got a solo exhibition opening at the Bomb Factory on the 20th of November. He's also part of a group show in December that's opening at Ratowski Gallery in Cologne. If you want to get in touch with us for any reason, you can email us on artproofpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram. Back on the scene, spark the drone. We move.